Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm your host, Sarah Chilcott. And I'm the co-host, James McMillan. I just wanted to try that out. I'm yeah. not the host. We are co-hosts. I like that. Yeah. No, it's good. It was actually just so that I could look at you mm. with a, an expectant look on my face. <laughs> Welcome back to react? my podcast. <laughs> Got news for Surrounded you, Surrounded by all of James's equipment. Taking over. <laughs> this is mine. Uh, yeah. How have you been? I've been good. Yes? Been very good. Yeah. Uh, things are looking up and a little more positivity, at least in my life. The, the world is still burning down. Yeah. But. I mean, we can only hope for our own little bubble. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, you're still in your apartment. I mean... <laughs> I wish. Yeah, no, sorry, I don't. I don't wish because that would be more long term. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we are... Over a month now. Yep. In a hotel. Heck yeah. I just occurred to me we're not wearing our magic vests. <gasps> Pause. Pause. And we're back and we are wearing our vests. <laughs> we're vested. Can you tell? Can you tell? Does it sound better? We're so much happier. Does it sound magicaler? I what? probably just a little bit stinkier because this vest can't be washed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got all the, the magic in it, sir. It's just soaked with pirate's water. Yes. The best kind of water. Unfortunately, it doesn't smell like pirate's water. It just smells like me. Well, it was very, very hot all week. I will say that. And it's kind of back to the Northwest blustery BS. <laughs> <laughs> but at least the sun is shining, so I can't complain. Speaking of... It is 77 and partly cloudy at not Disneyland. And it is 76 and partly cloudy at Disneyland. We did it again? We did it again. It's you didn't even read that ahead of time? No. I was actually looking at you thinking you're setting this up to make it look like it's raining and cold here, but it's actually really nice out. <laughs> it's one degree nicer. It was cloudy and miserable this morning. Yeah. I Actually, I took the dog out and it was cold. Right. I was regretting not having a sweatshirt on. Radio, radio. It isn't anymore. Today's theme of the podcast is a, a general theme and idea that Disneyland has two types of attractions. There's one type of attraction that involves the IP from movies and franchises. Explain IP. Intellectual property. I didn't know property. what that meant until very recently. It's all good. Intellectual uh -huh. property. So anything that was from the Star Wars franchise, the Avengers, Marvel World, or or any of the, the, the classic Disney movies, right? So some of those would be, Ashley, you want to name a few? Basically all of Fantasyland. All of Fantasyland, right. Uh, Splash Mountain, yep. all of Cars Land, uh, Pixar. Roger Rabbit. You get it. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, so you get it. So those, like, you know, Indiana Jones is obviously based off the movies Indiana Jones. Now, then there's all the other attractions that we probably equally love. And I'm curious where you guys fall on this. And, I, and I'm also speaking to the audience. I want to know what you guys think. Pirates was an original ride that had right. nothing to do with the Pirates of the Caribbean that we know as the Johnny Depp movies, the modern franchise. It sort of has become part of that. Mm -hmm. But when it started in the in the 60s, it had nothing to do with that. It's I a forget small world. that yeah. because Pirates is so, it's so a part of now. Disneyland that I just feel like it's so, I mean, it is, it's Disney. Because they came you forget up with what, it. You forget that it's not part of the movie. There is part of or the movie. Or that there's not... Yeah, that it's it came before the movie. Mm -hmm. And that, 
yeah, that it wasn't tied to anything. See, when it's the actually park the opened. other way around for me. I always forget that it is part of the movie. Oh well, I don't mean that it's part of the movie. Just that I that it didn't come from something. Right, right, it didn't come from something exactly. Um, some other obvious ones would be Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. the Tiki Room, Jungle Cruise, Space Mountain, Big Thunder, Soren, Grizzly. These are all original attractions that Disneyland proper came up with. So that's that's the premise. And what I want to kind of dig apart and kind of dig into is where you land on that line. Like, do you prefer the ones that, you know, Radiator Springs is based off of cars? Sure. And I adore that franchise. I mean, those movies are so great. Took us forever to finally watch them, but you got us to do it. Oh, you want a quick uh, sidebar on that one? Is the story of when you did go to watch it? The best. Uh, So (laughs) we were heading down there and James had not, he hadn't seen, James and Ashley had not seen Cars yet. I was like, guys. You got to see it. All of Cars Land is designed for you to have seen that movie right you have to be you have to see it before you fall in love with cars land otherwise it's just going to be like oh this is really cute to be fair though we didn't we went first fell in love with the cuteness of it but okay. it didn't mean a whole lot right to us yet. but you didn't understand some of the it's like okay None the cozy it. cones that's cute but, yeah and so i was like okay you have to watch the movie yep. so they do and <laughs> they get like three quarters of the way through and they're realizing like what the heck is going on? This How seems, is this the movie? This seems so random and like... Yeah, and it seems it's like... It's about a girl car? I thought it was about this... There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's characters that haven't been introduced. What's going on? Yeah, what's going Who are on? these cars? Who are these people? Yeah. And then you realized you were watching Cars 3? Yes, Cars 3. <laughs> Not even 2. <laughs> and we were... <laughs> Almost done with the movie. So funny. We were I, laughing so hard. I don't even so remember hard. Cars 2 or 3. Exactly. It's, like, <laughs> it's not were, good. They were fine. You can but watch yeah. Cars 1 and th- get the idea. Like, that's how <laughs> yeah. important that one is. <laughs> oh. Okay, so anyway. So back back to the theme. That That is a good side story. <laughs> like, for me... And by the way, I don't really know where I land on this because I... Like, I love both, and I really love Radiator Springs, specifically. That ride is almost a perfect ride. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to admit that there it pulls and tugs at my heartstrings because I know that movie really well. Right. And the music is cute, and the whole layout, like the the, the rock, the mm-hmm. ra- what's that called? The, um, there's a term for that rock, Radiator Springs Rock or something like that. I can't think of what it's called, but yeah. It's definitely not that, but... <laughs> <laughs> the Radiator Springs Well, rock. it's supposed That's what to it look like uh, Monument the, Valley or something. Yeah, maybe it's the it's, it's the hood like ornament. It. Yeah, right. Isn't that supposed to be what <gasps> oh. it is? I don't know. Quite possibly. This is great content. We know things. <laughs> <laughs> We're not just a bathroom podcast. <laughs> oh yes, we are. We know our rocks. We too. also speculate on things we don't know. <laughs> Welcome back to Disney Dependent, where we talk about rocks <laughs> and, and hood ornaments. We don't know a lot about. <laughs> yeah so that i mean those attractions are so great for me because you know you go on the aerial ride and you think about the movies and you think of little mermaid it's true yeah right but then i don't know well picture yourself on the little mermaid ride and it's not a movie that's just creepy it's just random what but okay well then let's talk about it because what about big thunder or space mountain They're, they're all 
like seem like they should be part of something but they're not really but they're kind of taken from the real world in some way and so? so like big thunder mountain you're on a mountain you're in a mine train yeah and the and world are just wild as yeah, well. yeah and you see animals that are right. real animals and so it's easy for you to and fall in love with that story. ride because it looks like things that are real right and i guess you could sort of say the same thing for like space mountain it mm-hmm. looks like space i mean none of us have been to space but no and and even that ride has now intertwined with ip mm-hmm. when it was the um help me yeah the hyperspace hyperspace mountain, mountain, right the that star wars right overlay. it intertwined star wars and it was great it was fantastic. Now, if you have been to space, please write into us and let us know if it's an accurate attraction, an accurate depiction of space. I'm curious. No. <laughs> I said none of us have been to space. I am not speaking for all of our listeners. Right. I'm sure there's a lot of our listeners that have been to space. I would say that probably just speculating as we do, probably 15% of our listeners are Astronauts. probably yeah, yeah, part probably. of NASA. They've walked on the moon. Sure. Sure. You've so, been to Disneyland, you've walked on the moon. Please, all of you, let us know. Yeah, it's it's just always, it's a, like, it's something that's always in my mind at the park, how well they blend those two, those two things, non-IP and IP. And I think that it just depends on who you are. Because, like, if we listed our top five attractions, I think three out of five of them for me were non-IP. Well, let's Ooh. see. Haunted Mansion, Pirates big thunder so that's three and then the other two were oh i remember my my uh, guardians and incredicoaster are my two ip yep and then the other three were for me space mountain big thunder and soren right which which are original original yeah that's funny because I was sort of coming into this conversation thinking that I'd be more a fan of the IP because it's tied to something exactly. that I'm familiar with. I know. It's like, like you said, like pulls on your heartstrings kind of where you're like, oh my gosh, it's yes. so cute. It's so whatever. And that's not saying that I don't feel that way. But I think that's kind of the genius about Disneyland specifically is that they or you know, the parks, the Disney parks, is that they don't always have to be part of one of the movies. Mm-hmm. Because if they were, it would it would seem a little, I don't know, cheesy. Well, it, it like would, a marketing ploy. Yeah, a marketing ploy. Yeah. It, just to sell t-shirts and get your kids to go on the Toy Story ride just because he loves Toy Story. Now, that being said, t-shirts, I really, really wish there was more merchandise for things like the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Right. There's nothing out there. That's, I, that is a good We point. are Team Dynamite Goat, and I can't find a goat anything anywhere. Right. All right. So let's let's take a vote. Ash, if you had to pick, where do you where do you land on the IP versus no IP? I'm a dirty, rotten scoundrel, so I'm going to say I'm 50-50. Hmm. Because Fair. I'm thinking back to Fair. my top five, and half of them were IP, and half of them were original. What were your top five? Guardians, Incredicoaster, Rise... So those oh, three, yeah. oh, and then nice. pirates. No, not pirates. No, that was the one we did. You had have. haunted, haunted, haunted mansion. mansion. Dear God, how could I forget that haunted <laughs> mansion? And then I cheated and had tiki and jungle cruise back to back. So and it's uh, literally three and three. Yeah, right. Now, kind of a tie into this, and you, you wrote this down on a little board here, Ash. Some of these spawned their own movies. 
yes. from the original attractions that had originally nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. So like, Pirates of the Caribbean, for example, one of the biggest examples of that. And so successful. It's not like that was just some B movie for Disney that no one watched. Right. Hugely successful. Uh, what was the other? Oh, they're doing Jungle Cruise. Oh, gosh. Who's going to be in that? The Rock. Yeah. The Rock and uh, a few other massive You've seen stars. Jumanji, right? Yes. yes. New- oh, my gosh. So good. I love him. Yeah. Jumanji's great. And technically, uh, Haunted Mansion had its own movie, but we don't talk about that we because don't talk about that it doesn't exist. Is that Eddie Murphy? Oh. Yeah. I actually have never, I've never seen, seen it. it. No, either of I. There's, there's I, no reason there's to no watch reason it. To. Awful. Everyone I'm sorry if anyone just... likes it, but you shouldn't like it. I've, see, I've seen parts of it <laughs> judge you. just to get a taste. I'm like, that, I'm good. That's all I need. Um, would you remember uh, Del Toro? Guillermo Del Toro was going to redo it? Yep. Oh, wow. that got wow. canceled. I know. That would have been guy amazing. guy that did like Pan's Labyrinth. Uh-huh. And, oh, man. Ooh, that would have been rad. I know. Hopefully that still happens down the line. So yeah, that's that's kind of the topic. And for the listeners, let us know which ones you kind of land on. Do you find yourself gravitating more towards the original Disneyland themed rides, or do you fall on the the IP side? Yeah, and I've really never given it too much thought until today. I guess, like I said, I thought that I'd be more a fan of the IP stuff, and I do love all of it. But there's something kind of almost like, um, almost like they're, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like almost pure? Like, well, like, almost like they're playing hard to get. Like, yeah. Like, you can't just go watch their movie no. and buy the merchandise right. for all those other non-IP attractions. And I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. It's I like do, too. It's very uh, specific to the park. And not specific yes. to the company. Yes. And I think that's really genius that they do that. Especially like opening day. I mean, the whole idea for Disney, Walt Disney, wasn't just to make a park about his studio company. That obviously intertwined because he's a marketing genius. So he knew, okay, if, well, if I make a ride about Alice in Wonderland and Toad, you know, all, all the, the movies that he had been part of, that's going to do well and bring in kids and, and crowds. But I also knew I have to make this its own thing. Right. And that's I'm so happy that that stands the test of time. That's the today. thing, though, is I don't think he had to. I think he could have gone that easy route and just chosen movies and things that people were already familiar with. Yeah. And it would have it's been possible. probably just as successful, at least at the beginning. At least at the beginning. But having it, I'm looking at the, the original list that Ash is putting up here, put up here on the board. Yeah. And... It looks to me like a lot of those are kind of aimed more towards adults, too. Like The Railroad, Mr. Lincoln, Tiki, Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain, mm-hmm. Soren, Grizzly. They're not necessarily adult rides like kids can't go on them, but there's stuff in those that are more geared towards the an older rides. crowd. Yeah, yeah totally. there's a little bit more of a thrill or a little bit more of like an informational aspect to exactly. it. Exactly. Um, And maybe something that's nostalgic, like the Tiki Room, Jungle Cruise, that kind of thing. That makes sense, too, because IP is really popular with kids. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's... it's, I don't even think that they're going to be making any new original attractions. Not that I've heard of. I think it's all going to be IP from here out. Right. Mm. Even re-theming. Well, and I mean, especially nowadays where we can't even go to the park, they can still sell all that stuff. 
ShopDisney.com is probably doing just fine yeah. with the sales of I was just on it today. kids' pajamas and yep. swimsuits and I know. Lego sets and I know. you name it. It's still there and it all is tied to some movie that we've all seen and most of them have an attraction at a park that they're related to as well. So you had mentioned some of the re-themes. That's, that's another kind of subtopic. If you think about, so there's one, two, three, four, five you have written down here, Ash. That was D- just offhand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just offhand. There's definitely more that are kind of rethemed rides, like Nemo's subs. And that before was what? Just submarines, right? Like it didn't it have was, a... It uh, was based off, I think... Uh, uh, t- oh, the 2000 Leagues Under yes, the Sea? I okay. believe so. Yeah. Originally. But then it was just the submarines, I thought, just for a long time before yeah. Nemo. I yeah. never went on it as a kid. Me neither. I think because our parents were terrified to go on oh, them. You know, at one point they had actual <laughs> ladies out there dressed as mermaids. Yes. Just laying right. out there in the sun. Uh-huh. Flopping around. Apparently that's been like, there's some stories about people just jumping over that fence mm-hmm. and like diving into the water to go be with the mermaids Good and then they get arrested God. and hauled off. So take it easy. probably guy. best that we don't have live mermaids anymore. Probably not. I mean, for a whole bunch of reasons, but. Yeah, a whole bunch of reasons. So that's one. Uh, Guardians is an, is an obvious one that used to be the Tower of Terror. A controversial one. Controversial one. Not for us because for Guardians me. is amazing. What was the emotional whirlwind before? Was that it was the like a Bugs uh, Life thing. Yeah, it was Bugs Life. I can't think. Flicks Flyers, I think, is what it was called, and you okay. were in a takeout box. And then Incredicoaster. Mm-hmm. That was California Screaming. Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, they. That's kind of. My guess is, I, I see. I just hope that they don't do that with some of my favorite ones. Like, can you imagine if they took Big Thunder and made it? They I, won't. There's they, no they, way. They never will. Especially they with never that will. one. Yeah. I could see them doing some kind of an overlay, if it worked, where there was like you know maybe some movie down the road right. that involves the Wild Wild West or something, and they haven't a character from it maybe plugged in somewhere sure sure. but there's no way they'll change that right entirely an attraction like the accreditcoaster do you really feel incredibles the whole time you're doing it because i I can see it either way sometimes i feel very heavily themed by that movie and other times i'm just on a roller coaster and i go oh yeah that's right it's based off the increditcoaster i do at the very beginning and at the very end and then in the line yes definitely in the line but the bulk of the ride, I it's don't just a roller coaster. feel it's just a right. roller coaster, and it was before too. Exactly. The only difference is it had Neil Patrick Harris doing exactly. the count off, which was so <laughs> weird. I loved it, but it was super. It's definitely weird. better now. Like, wait, because of that. Isn't that Neil Patrick? Is that Dookie Hauser? Yeah. Very strange. Uh, so that's kind of my my setup for that. Okay, so I did go ahead and dig up my official top five attractions from a few episodes ago. So just to go over those for an official capacity. Yeah. We have Haunted Mansion, Thunder Mountain, Pirates, Incredicoaster, Guardians. So that would officially make it three and two. Three for non-IP, two for IP. And I think we're pretty much all there, the right? the same, I, basically the same for Technically, all of us. Technically, Ashley was 2.5... To three. Well, <laughs> yeah. How did you come up? With, yeah, something like that. Because <laughs> she cheated and put Please. Jungle Cruise and Tiki Room as one. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, uh, about half ish for all of us. All of us. All of us. For all of us. For all of us. <laughs> Keep that in. Deanna. Leave it. <laughs> He's the only one not with a beer in front of him. Just for the record. <laughs> 
we have something kind of hilarious to share with you all. Uh, there is an Instagram that is called Gratuitous Disney Memes. So good. It's so funny. And the other day... And just a warning to to young listeners or yeah. children of... It's not always yeah, PG. Yeah, it's not super PG. <laughs> it is Disney related. It's irreverent. But, yes, yes, yes. Just um, So they ask the question... Uh, to describe your favorite Disney ride as boring as possible. <laughs> Which is so funny. So James hasn't seen any of these. No. And I'm going to read them and see if he can figure out what ride they're from. Sorry, what attraction they're from. Whoopsh, whoopsh, whoopsh. <laughs> <laughs> this is easy. Okay. Ride got? in a pot through a fever dream. Ride in a pot? In a pot. pot. It's not a- accurate, though. It's actually ride in a bee through a fever dream. Oh, uh, the Winnie the Pooh. Of course. Yeah. Okay. I love that one. That is such a trip. They all are, though. Yeah. That that I start. I started yeah. kind of lame and easy. Okay. Here's also easy enough. A rabbit decides to foreclose his house and become a hobo. Roger Rabbit. No. Wait. What? The other rabbit. <laughs> the other rabbit. What am I? You can chime in, Ashley. It's not just my thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have... That's funny because I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have thought of it as that way. It's easy because there's a picture actually included mm. that shows Br'er Rabbit with a little sack over his shoulder. Right. Gone for good. Go into a shaky room and get yelled at by robots. <laughs> the Star Tours? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one so far. <laughs> How about this one? Uh, An elevator unfortunately stops working. <laughs> yes, Guardians. <laughs> yeah. It's actually officially for the Tower of Terror, but whatever. Whatever, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Getting your spine realigned while going down a mountain. Matterhorn. <laughs> yep. God. No, thank you. Okay, this is probably my favorite one. You enter a spooky hotel and then get yeeted into the basement. <laughs> Haunted? No. Wait, what? what the heck? You enter, it's say Tower it again. of Terror again. Oh, maybe I'm too old and I don't really know what yeeted means. <laughs> maybe that's my problem. For some reason, the picture on here too is Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> I don't know why. Is he from that ride? I've never been on it. I never went on Tower of Terror before they changed it. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Hawaiian machines yell at you in a cramped room. Tiki. Tiki. And this one, it actually says, this is for every ride. Okay. Just sit still while you see some locations. (laughs) I don't know why that makes me laugh so That's just so many of them. All of the dark rides. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, sit in a slow moving boat and watch lots of dolls slightly moving. It's a small world after all. <laughs> Good. All right. That's so great. That's gratuitous Disney memes on Instagram. and uh, Highly recommend that real one. Real funny. Yes. <laughs> all right. So we would like to share a Disney magic moment from one of our friends and listeners of the show. And then another magic moment. From our sister, from our Emily sister, Powell. Emily Powell. So I'll go ahead and start with our friend Tiffany. Do you know how to pronounce her last name, sir? Janiza. It is Janiza. Okay. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Tiffany I didn't want to take a crack at that and just screw it up. <laughs> so I'm reading from an Instagram story she posted the other day. 
and it reads, In August 2014, we were visiting Southern California for our yearly Disney slash family trip. And the day before our, our first park day, we found out that Robin Williams had passed away. Of course, we were heartbroken. He truly was a Disney slash Hollywood legend. Yes, he was. The next morning, we were in the parks. They were doing a meet and greet with the genie. Parentheses, a very rare character greet. That's mm-hmm. true. Oh, crazy. We then went to watch the Aladdin show in the Hyperion Theater. They did a one-time special version of Friend Like Me and left the spotlight on the genie as everyone left the stage. Oh, Full body chills. <laughs> this was more of a sentimental Disney magic moment, but definitely stands out as a Disney magic moment. Absolutely. I don't know if that would be a treat or what to be there that day, but yeah, definitely I, special. Yeah, and I agree with her. Like That falls in the category of those Disney magic moments. It doesn't always have to be necessarily like happy and right. just floaty. Like, well, I'm sure the whole audience was just a mess. Yeah. I can only picture how touching that would be yeah it's an interesting way to sort of start grieving uh, mm-hmm. someone that everyone loved right especially if you're a disney fan yeah and if you saw aladdin how, how do you go away not loving robin williams totally God, he was just i was mine to that movie just <laughs> like a free-for-all <laughs> oh so good you know what's great is his character oh in God. mrs doubtfire how he's doing a voiceover mm-hmm. and you get to actually see what he would look like in the studio Doing right. a voiceover in that movie. They have some footage of him doing it. Of doing Aladdin? Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I'm sure it's the, great. The rumor is, so they have a script for these movies. They gave him a script and then basically just said, but you're Robin Williams, so right. just stay on theme for the story. <laughs> Their but just, outtakes are probably yeah. so numerous. Oh my God. Just, just go. Yeah. And well, it was one of the first times that anyone had ever done that too, speaking of that movie. Like, no one, I don't remember an animated movie where they had a stand-up comic just go nuts. Right. And, you know, complete improv and and pulling from his comedic past. Yeah. It was amazing. So, anyway, thanks, Tiffany. That was a good one. Absolutely. Thank you. Our second one is actually, like I said, from our sister, Emily Powell. And um, we, so the last time we were all down there as a family in January, they, um, her family of five, and our parents and then our other sister Haley they went to brunch one morning and they made plans you know how you can only make reservations for a certain amount of people yep so they did the max that they could do for the lamplight lounge for brunch and that did not include us which is fine we will go do that on our own sometime but they had this incredibly special moment where they got there and they had reservations for what is that eight yeah eight people it was eight yeah And they expected to just be put in the restaurant like everyone else. But when they got there, this woman comes up and is like, okay, please, you know, wait here. And then they come back to her and or they come back to them and they're like, okay, please follow us. And they start taking them through the restaurant. They take them through like behind the kitchen, down some hallway, down some stairs. Like Emily said that she felt like they were in trouble. I was like, why are you taking us to time out? Right. And they take them all the way down this dark hallway to the end of the hallway. And there's this door with a vault, like a like a bank vault thing on the front. So crazy. I would think I was going to get my kneecaps. Yes. Like, oh, this is where we die. This oh, is the Mickey okay. Mafia. And uh, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. That's fine. It's a good way to go. Yeah. And they look at Ian, their son, who was, what, 10 at the time. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we need you. We need your help. And you're the only person who can open this door. Oh, 
And Emily said God. that was when she realized this was Disney doing its it thing. It was happening. It was <laughs> happening. And Ian looked at her like, really? And she goes, go ahead. So he starts turning the door and there's like a whole series he had to like oh do God. something i don't know if there was a wand involved but it was a thing mm-hmm. and the door opens and it's their private room it they call it the office and they had their own private patio on the water right there on, these pictures are crazy and i guess like, all the artwork on the wall was like uh animations from from the Disney pixar history. movies yeah, and stuff totally and, it was so cool. They have their private room on the water. Yeah. I With, mean, they did not make reservations for private what, What's things. the percentage of people that had this opportunity? <laughs> My mom said like, she kept expecting them to come in and go, I'm sorry, we've made a mistake. We didn't know you were <laughs> right. them. We thought you were we the Kennedys. We other Powells. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but the they didn't. Of... They didn't kick them out at no. any point. They no. stayed their whole breakfast and they left and they were just like on cloud nine the rest of the day. They just kept looking at each other and going, what just did happened? Did we really do that this morning? Yeah. Did that really happen? Oh, those pictures are so cool. We'll, we'll post those pictures yeah. on our story good idea or even as a post to kind of to relive that memory because i i remember hearing the story and then my dad showed me some of the pictures like oh you know what i mean not to be a jerk but your yeah, family they're like, like oh, we got whatever. this cool room like oh how cool uh-huh <laughs> but then they show you the picture and like yeah. you son of a gun <laughs> no i'm officially disney jealous <laughs> it's easy to be yes <laughs> Man, what a great moment. Yeah. And, and on like the family trip of all family trips too. Right. Just to smack in the middle of that. Woo. And it didn't cost them anymore. It wasn't like, no. oh, we have an upgrade available to you. It's just right. they just put them in a they special place it. because they were lucky number whatever. They just I, got that spot. I love that Emily knows the rule in cast members we trust. So if a cast member asked your child to do something, you do it. Right. You don't go, well, I'm not too sure. You're he, a stranger. He's a strange. Yeah, no, exactly. You do it. You do it. You fool. <laughs> uh. Before we break, we wanted to just encourage you people out there to continue sending us your Disney magic moments because we love them. Yes. Uh, send it directly to us or post it in your personal social media and tag us mm-hmm. um we do recently have a facebook page you can find us that's right disney dependent on facebook too. amen check um, it out so anyway we just want to hear from you yes even if it's not a disney magic moment you just want to say hi we just want to hear from you <laughs> we're lonely okay <laughs> it's in quarantine what do you think we started this thing <laughs> <laughs> so we can have human interaction you guys just stay here though you're still with just each other and me <laughs> And now it's time for our Disney Magic Pick of the Week. And this is the point in the podcast where James and I share with you what we've been listening to or reading or watching that inspires Disney Magic or uh, is Disney Magic or is just funny or uplifting in some way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I am going to kick it off with my pick, and it is the Bananas podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. It's... uh, hilarious it's two comedians there's a cat on the table he is part of this podcast now his name is dexter he's meowing he's chiming hear in. him just so you know that's not one of us whining <laughs> <laughs> softly <laughs> meowing in the corner ashley it's gonna be okay, gonna be okay. <laughs> he's Someone's just looking hurt. at me so seriously yeah um anyway it's the bananas podcast is two comedians kurt browneler and scotty landis and they are so funny 
and it the whole point of it is that the world is crap and there's a lot of bad stuff going on and the news is just a constant steady stream of misery and sadness and fear and these two guys their podcast is just sharing ridiculous or bananas stories it's just from bananas yeah that? bananas podcast it's i think it's called the bananas podcast maybe okay. just bananas anyway it's easy to find because it's called bananas right but it's on the exactly right Sweet. network and yeah i mean i listen to it on stitcher but i know you can find it everywhere awesome yeah it's it's fantastic it will for sure make you laugh again though not pg <laughs> i was listening to it with my 12 year old yesterday and i just continued letting her listen but he did say something that was pretty inappropriate mm -hmm. um she goes mom it's fine middle school i hear everything and i was like oh god that makes me feel worse i listen to billy eilish <laughs> that's right <Okay. laughs> but I love yeah. it cool so. i'll check it out I, lo I love a nice hot pod yes okay my recommended content pick of the week is disneyland for designers mark bricky over at the adventures in design network i feel like it's what it's called i think i got that right anyway he did a live stream on twitch and live youtube for 18 hours <laughs> that is some dedication from 7 a.m technically started at 6 45 a.m and went to 1 a.m are you hearing me I 18 hear hours i'm trying to picture how many bathroom breaks i'd have to have taken and the whole time he's doing a virtual day at disneyland so he he did an operational day of disneyland uh -huh. so technically the park closed at midnight but they'll let you stay for an hour and he's a psychopath and stays for an hour of course so for him that's he's a whole people. day yeah exactly so he opens the park and then closes it down and the whole time he's doing google earth images and walkthroughs of the park so uh -huh. like all right now let's head over to the french quarter let's or uh yeah french quarter let's head over to thunder mountain and the whole time people are chatting both on Twitch and YouTube. And Ashley, you, you watched, you checked in the majority of the day. You had it running while you were doing stuff. And I watched at least 10, 12 hours of it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, I, and I did a, a While handful. doing other things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. It's very productive. <laughs> I checked it out in the morning, and then I did some work, came back in the evening, and then Ashley and I kind of closed out the night for like four or five hours where we were part of this thing. And I, when I tell you, it felt like you were at Disneyland. It was it was amazing. I can't I can't even begin to explain how rad it was. And everyone that was part of that community was all they were all saying that people were crying. Yeah, he had a, a moment where you watched fireworks together. That's so cool. We watched the fireworks and Fantasmic. Yes, from outside with a little campfire in the backyard. And and it, it follows awesome. the rules of like what it would really be like. So if. And it's on schedule with Disneyland schedule. Mm -hmm. So you don't just watch a fire, fireworks show at noon. Right. You do it when it starts at 930 at night. Uh-huh. And just like in real life, you would go and get a good spot 30 minutes before. <laughs> so you're just sitting there So you're just Main sitting Street. there and then we all just talk <laughs> like you would do. Oh, that's so cool. It was I really, so good. I only watched um, just the clips, I think, that he put up, like yeah. little snippets on his Instagram and I was cracking up, though. He was cruising around. I want to say it was, like, near Thunder Mountain, maybe. And he was singing uh, a Little Mermaid song that he made up. <laughs> that because Mark Brookie have legs. famously does not know <laughs> any Disney movies. He just he, makes up He knows songs. Disneyland, like, the back of his hand. But he doesn't know Disney movies. Yeah, so he just, just started singing a... 
a mermaid song about something about feet. I wish something I had legs. Feet. I wish I had feet. <laughs> yeah. And his version of Coco is some of the funniest stuff ever. They're trying to they're trying to like make Coco. Yeah, he's just it's a little skeleton magic boy. <laughs> Coco. He doesn't even know the story of <laughs> at Coco all. at all. He wants to be a real boy. He wants to be a real boy. He's a skeleton that wants to be a real boy. <laughs> That's hysterical. Uh, so anyway, well, you could tell too that at that point he had lost his mind. Oh yeah, there was a like a glint in his eye. That Tomorrowland. Looked- <laughs> Anyone that watched this thing, you know what I mean when I say Tomorrowland. Things got real weird. Real weird. We started. He started talking about being the champion because Mark Ricky also has a world a world record for riding the Disney tram. Oh, uh, more times in one consecutive day than anyone. That's right. I remember it's something you telling like me about seventeen that. hours or something straight. He's a crazy person for yeah. Disneyland, and <laughs> so anyway, people were calling him the champions. So who's or the champions? So who's singing this song while Tomorrowland's in the background? <laughs> it was outrageous. And then, then he closes it down perfectly, like he had timed it so that the park closes at midnight, and it's midnight in real time while you're watching this. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to Main Street virtually through Google Earth. So now you're on Main Street. And then he would play like footage that he had taken of Main Street at night. So it'd just be like outside of the Penny Arcade, mm-hmm. with just people walking by. And he has all this stock footage of just the park. Yeah. Just a camera on a tripod just sitting there. And then we would talk on Main Street. And so anyway, he timed it to the last 30 minutes. Then he put up an old video of him at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So it's a little out of season, but it didn't matter because the timing was perfect. Where... His goal this past Christmas season was to be the Christmas champion of Disneyland <laughs> and be the last person out of the park. Oh, my gosh. So he timed it so that he would start it. It's a small world. And then the park closes. Good good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the, you know, right. Disneyland's closing for the day. You have one hour left at your convenience for shopping, or however they say Yes, it. on Main Street. On Main Street. But get out. And so the security guards start politely because it's disneyland they'll never say anything they'll never actually kick you out but they start building a perimeter Mm -hmm. slowly they walk five feet and then five feet more and eventually (laughs) now you're on main street with this video and he's like this is so awkward now there's like 10 people left on main street Mm -hmm. then there's five and this whole time and then in real time while you're watching this thing now it's like 12 45 12 55 so it's almost 1 a.m and it's almost 1 a.m his time mm-hmm. in the in the video right so anyway it, it was perfectly timed so that he is right at the gate and he keeps eyeing this lady in a wheelchair who apparently every <laughs> she night wants to be the she, disney champion she closes this thing down so did he push her out <laughs> <laughs> he just kicks her see ya lady God, that would have been so much better. I would have stood and clapped. I would have donated all my money. I mean, it's like the worst thing you could do as a human, but At also Disneyland? you would win. I mean, <laughs> just, just saying. Kicked out forever. Why did my brain go there immediately? Because <laughs> she's on wheels. She's mobile. <laughs> did he light her on fire? Oh my God. So good. I'm sorry to anyone I may have just offended, but you no. know, I'm, I'm a sick human being. <laughs> no, what he does, it's, it's even funnier. <laughs> He looks into the camera, or no, no, the the live feed. He goes, okay, now guys, what? Because now he's commenting on his own video to us. He goes, okay, now watch this magic move. They're right at the gate, and she's like lined up with him almost evenly. And he's like, gosh, dang it, like I want to be the last one out. 
So he takes like a, a hook, like a football move and goes back towards the security guards uh-huh. and thanks them for a magical Christmas season. Thank you, everyone, for all the hard work you do. And now she's forced to go out. Right. So she's rolling out of the gate. And then he turns around. He's just a big S-H-I-T grin on his face. and <laughs> A gorsh-eating grin. A, a gorsh-eating grin. <laughs> and he and he's the Christmas champion. And he's the last one out. And then the live feed is like 12.58. So it's about to end at 1 a.m. He yeah. goes, okay, thanks for watching the video. And then he does this whole thing about like, you know, Disneyland, that you can never close the park if the magic is in your heart. Very mm-hmm. cheesy, but very, like, at the moment. Yes. Th- by the way, there were some people that watched that thing for 18 hours with him and were commenting and chatting and super chatting and mm-hmm. donating money. And it was a whole thing. So people were, like, crying. Right. <laughs> like, right. Thank you so much. for This is one of the coolest things I've ever been a part of. I can't even explain to you, like, what this meant to me. Single-handedly the best thing during quarantine. 2020 has sucked so far, but this didn't. Like... And so, is it available still on YouTube? Is that how you I find it? I checked on YouTube. The whole 18-hour stream is not on YouTube. Okay. I, th- I believe it's available on Twitch. Okay. On the AID network, if okay. you look that up. If nothing else, he's got a couple there's clips on his Instagram. Yeah. And you can find there's a lot of Disney fans out there that took a lot of screenshots and, and mm-hmm. moments in time. I have a few. But yeah, it it's it, it caught me off guard. Because it, it sounds like a marathon thing just to do a live stream for 18 hours. That right. would have been impressive enough. But he was so prepared. Yeah. So if 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 the group votes, we're going on pirates now. He had he had footage of going on pirates. Oh, my gosh. So the it was like hive mind. Yes. Everyone was behind. He was actually doing it for with the most the part. For the most part, everyone was a part of it. Where do we want to go now? Oh, that's crazy. And and we got a vote. He They chose ours. So we did Thunder once. Mm-hmm. And and again, it has to be footage. So it, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's not like you just go on Google Earth to the ride and you look at it. No, then he would upload footage of the ride, and so we'd all just watch the ride and be on the ride together. Oh, that's amazing! It, it was yeah, amazing no, I how well it. he did it. I I have to say that when I heard he was doing it, I was like, that's okay, okay, that sounds long and boring, mm-hmm. but. Then no, he, I actually, I did see the two clips and both of them made me laugh. There's one where he's like on a spinny chair yeah, in front right. of teacups. The teacups doing the vibe. <laughs> it's yeah. the music in the background. <laughs> but the thing is, he's not smiling. He, he looks like anyone who's... Been up for 18 hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I'm doing this because I have to. But it's so funny because he's actually spinning. Yeah. I mean, so like everyone took selfies in front of the castle. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, that's selfies. Everyone did screenshots together. So cool. It was just, it was something else. And it really was way more than I thought it would be. Yeah. So anyway, that's my my uh, long-winded pick of the week. That's if, a great recommendation. Yeah, go I'm check it out. I'm definitely going to look and see if I can find more true, of it. True Disney fan. And everyone was saying that. Thank you, Bricky Mouse. Everyone kept saying that. Aww. It was it was great. Yeah. Really special. Yee-hoo! <laughs> that's been another episode. Woo! <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this wild ride. (laughs) This has been Disney Dependent. See you real real soon. soon. (laughs) You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at Disney Dependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. 
The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WRHatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.